this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. As the uh, character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. Emily Kenny, I play back on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speak. This is John Berthold telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah! Hi, sisters. This is Joy from Southern California. You're not here, and neither am I. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. We didn't want to waste the bullets. What's up, podcast world? This is Robert from the Bay, a.k.a. The Archer, and you're listening to the Sister Speak podcast with my ladies, Sister J, a.k.a. The Samurai, and Sister K, the ringleader. Hi, this is Jackie calling from the San Francisco Bay Area, and on behalf of the Sister Speak family, this is just a public service announcement to remind you not to eat while watching The Walking Dead, because, you know, tainted meat. Tainted meat, y'all. Hey everyone, this is Tammy calling from New Jersey, and just like a walker, if the sisters take breaks, I'll get the shakes. Welcome to Sisters Speak The Walking Dead, where we discuss season five of the AMC series The Walking Dead from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister Jay, and I'm Sister Kay, and welcome to episode 41. Woo! Let's get started. Okay, man, our episode numbers are getting up there. I know. They get high. 41. Okay. All right, well, we are going to be talking about episode 11. Yeah, titled The Distance. The Distance. The Distance. Oh, this is a mess. This was suspenseful. It was. It was suspenseful. But I got to say from the outset, Aaron talked too fucking much. Yeah, he did. He just did too much damn talking. Yeah, he did. And that makes people suspicious. All that damn talk. It made me suspicious. Oh, yeah, I was real suspicious. So, first of all, my I had a problem. Yeah, the, let me take a drink. Oh, yeah. Because we playing the MK drinking game. Yes. For he, this episode, and I got my sweet red in my wine glass. Mm-mm. <laughs> so... The eye off the bat from the very jump scene was uh, irritated because these two chicks, Maggie and Sasha, 
who beforehand I have a lot of respect for, gonna bring this fool back to the damn barn. Back to them. And you didn't even tie it up. Where everybody at? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I can see that, but he's not even tied the fuck up. Well, they wasn't gonna have no rope on him. Hey, I would have taken off my my belt or something. I'd have said, okay, one of us is gonna go back and get somebody, and we're not gonna take him back to our fucking barn. Where everybody else is at. He already knew where they were. In case they get jumped. Yeah. But you don't know that. I know. I was thinking, really? Y'all brought him straight back to the damn house, basically. Yeah. So that was the first thing that I kept thinking. Really? Y'all ain't learned shit yet? Yeah. But he come in there talking. Talking mucho shit. He is just talk, talk, talking. They should have told him, shut the fuck up first. Let me think. Well, and then he's he's mentioning all their names and shit. Mm-hmm. Talk about, uh, you know, it's going to be very good for you. I, we've been. He didn't even say we. I've been watching you. He just said... For our community. He kept saying our community. Yeah, we want to basically have you audition to join our community. Mm -hmm. And sorry to use that word, but that's basically what it was. He was on my nerves with that talk. Yeah, He was just on my nerves because he was, I mean, to me, it's like the, it's like, um, it's like a serial killer. You know, they do all that nice talking. And actually, I, I freely admit that I had just previously, like the night before, watched, uh, the Vince Vaughn version of Psycho, the movie. Oh, Lord. And so, and he was all nice and smiley like that shit, too. Talking. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that one, that he, version. He did okay. I mean, no, nobody was, is as good as, 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 as Anthony Perkins, but... The problem Vince is, Vaughn Vince Vaughn okay. is too fucking big. He big. So you get... You want somebody who's mealy... I mean, small, mealy mouth, who you think ain't gonna do shit to you that's what's the scary part well but this guy but i thought vince bond did okay because he is so big and he was that he was that he was like this fool right here that aaron he was that talky smiley thing always talking and shit and just talking nonsense shit anyway what okay we digress yes you did <laughs> okay come on he's telling him look I, you, I can tell you guys are fighters Y'all are good people. You'd make a good uh, addition to our community. Everybody just staring at him. Daryl immediately, like, walks outside and starts looking around, see if there's anybody else. Well, Daryl is standing behind him. He looking mean. He looked like he ready to uh, put an arrow in him any minute to me. Yeah. I mean, because Daryl is, is not happy that this fool's up in there. And this talking about all their names. He's like, Sasha, hey, Sasha, can you get my backpack to Rick, please? And mm-hmm. I'd have been like, well, how the hell does fool know all our names? Yeah, well, we find out later, but still, that was upsetting to me. Yeah. And then, okay, he gonna say, can you give me my backpack? He done planted all that motherfucking shit up in there. Pictures and stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that one bit. Well, he says, I have pictures of the community for you to see. And he's talking about, yeah, we found this camera store, and sorry for the photos. and There's something up with him. I got a house, and this and that and the other. And while he's talking, Rick looks at the pictures and stands up and walks straight to him and goes, kapow! And and cold cocks him. Cold cocks him. Because he won't shut the fuck up. I said, yes, I love it. I loved it. And, okay, you notice the pictures Rick was looking at was like the perimeter and the street and stuff. Ain't there a person in it. 
Well, yeah. Well, we don't find that out till later when Michonne mentions it. Well, they just showed a a couple other pictures. But my point is, you don't Mm -hmm. know that until Michonne mentions it. That's true. Later. You know, none of the pictures show people. And that fool has not stopped talking since he entered that thing. Nope. And now Maggie looking all upset and concerned. You brought his ass back up in the thing. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway... He tells him Ain't nobody saying a word. No, I like that too. I do too. I like that. I like that too. Nobody said a word. Nobody. And, but I just love the fact that Rick's like all nonchalant and then all of a sudden, pow, right in the face. Boom. Knocks him, him out. the fuck out. That's probably what would happen to me if I ever got punched too. I'd be out. Oh, yeah. I don't know how people can get punched and just get a... Well, obviously, he, they, uh, he knocked him upside the head because when they come back... They're kind of dabbing at his ear a little bit. So maybe start bleeding or something. I don't know. But anyway, I would have punched his ass out too just to get him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that was just too much damn talking. And Michonne is funny. She's like, uh, just to be clear, the look I gave you was not let's go punch his ass out. <laughs> which I thought was funny. Yeah, yeah. Michonne, Michonne had a lot of speaking in this one too. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I I get where she's coming from. But, I do too. But I was like, Michelle, now look, you've been through the same shit they've been through. Mm-hmm. You know why he's cautious and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, why are you so optimistic that this fool's telling the truth? I mean, from the jump. Mm-hmm. She was optimistic. So they looking, they looking at all the uh, stuff that in the backpack. And, and I thought it was interesting. Carl said, hey, here's a gun that I, I never even seen seen one like this before. So I guess little Carl didn't know what a flare gun looked like. No. And See. Rick, I, I thought it was good the way Rick was like, took the gun like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. Like, oh. Signal. Yeah. Signal some shit. And immediately he's like, put his, pick his ass up. Uh, who you about to signal? How many people you got out there? Mm-hmm. And this is the part that was chilling to me. This fool come talking about, doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter how many people I tell you are out there because you ain't going to trust me anyhow. Yeah. And when he said that, did you see the way Rick tilted his head like, oh, oh, this bitch trying to be cute. Yeah. Well, okay. When he, <laughs> wait a minute. When he said that, the first thing that jumped in my head, I was yelling at my TV. I said, remember Terminus, y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank Little you. Mary was all nice. So we do. Let me fix you a plate. And, and Gareth was nice, too. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Hell no. He talked about. I'm glad they at least tied his ass really up. Doesn't matter how many I say. It could be ten. It could be four hundred. It could be none. And you're not going to believe what I say anyway. But the fact is, bitch, I done asked you what who how many fucking people you got out there. That's what I've been saying. Oh man, I I was just too through with this fool. Yeah, I was too through. No, I wasn't through because I wanted to know what the hell the angle was. But I'm thinking, well, you awful fucking bold, dude. Yeah. Uh, and he mentioned something about I'm the friend that left the water. And Daryl is getting upset. And he's, okay, so how long you been watching us? Yeah. He's yeah. talking about long enough to know that. Y'all good people. That y'all good people. Even despite not having no food and water, y'all never turned on each other. I thought to myself, oh, shit. He's been following them a long way. A long way. A long way. So Rick finally asked him again, tell me how many people you got out there. Because you got this flare gun to signal everybody who, how many you got. Mm-hmm. And he finally tells them he got, he's only got one other person, which, of course, they don't believe. Now, I didn't necessarily think that he was lying about the one person. But I did. It didn't help his cause. He went through that whole other fucking conversation first. Well, 
Then he tells him, we got uh, cars, and, and I can drive you there. And, and, and Rick said, there ain't no cars. And he said, yeah, we drove separately. And, and, I mean, just the way he's talking about everything, yeah, he sounded like he's lying to me. Well, it was funny the way Rick was like, oh, yeah, how, how is you planning to get us all? He's like, I, I could take you there. If you don't believe me, I could take you back to our community. He's like, how are you going to do that with the one person in the car that y'all drove up here? He's like, oh, yeah, we drove separately. And I'm still thinking, well, shit, they still ain't all going to fit in two cars. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, um, so he's telling him, look, we, you know, if we found a group, we want to be able to take them all back. There's enough room. You know, we're only. And then Carol came in, which was a good, <laughs> a good question. Like, oh, yeah, y'all are, y'all are parked like a couple miles away, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yes, we actually are. We were trying to be close, but the storm came up. We got hemmed in. We had to leave the cars a couple miles away. Of course, they're not believing it. Right. But now, he did have a good point when he told him, look, if I wanted to hurt you, I would have set you all afire while you was all inside the barn. Yeah, and like Maggie... Well, now, that is a good point, like, except, except for the very, very, very good fact that he left out, and that is it was fucking raining, so he wasn't starting no kind of fire. To burn up no barn. That wasn't the point. <laughs> well, say. that's the first thing I did. He was trying that's to say. A, I look. know that. Oh, Lord. But, hey, that's the first thing I thought. I thought, oh, you effing liar. You too because literal. it was raining and you couldn't have said that no fire. You're too literal. Well, he was just trying to say, look, if I wanted to, I could have no. hurt you. He was and trying to like talk Sasha, his... Talk them into some shit. That's what people do is trying to talk you into some shit. Well, just like Sasha and Maggie said, <laughs> look, we didn't even see him. So if he wanted to come up on us and do something, he could have. Mm. And he didn't. Then Michelle gets to working on Rick. Well, she has a good point. She does we have need, a good point. She's like, well, I'll go check out the cars. And Rick's like, hey, there ain't no cars. Don't even bother. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I'm going to go because we need to find out for sure. Mm-hmm. We cannot pass up on somewhere to live. For somewhere for the baby to live, you want to pass up on that too? Yeah. And of course, I think she understands where he's coming from. Because of if course. you notice, when she was trying to explain it to him, her thought process, she was really gentle. And then she got hard, like, well, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. That's what I'm about at, to do. At the end. Well, be, uh-huh. because, because Glenn says, you know what, she, yeah, she's right. And then, uh, so Rick, and, and that's what she said, well, that's what we're going to do. So Rick looks around and says, Abraham. And he said, yeah, I'll walk with him. And then Rosarita said, yeah, I'll go too. He asked Rosita okay. to go with him. And she said, yes. And, so, I, and I was kind of laughing at that because I'm thinking, he's thinking, who else could I lose? Who could I the get? A- from my- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, could, who could I lose if I just had to? If I just had to. Because mm-hmm. Michelle was going regardless. Yeah. And, and uh, Glenn had already said, I'm going with her. Yeah. So that's two of his, his originals. So, yeah, I think you're right. That was funny. <laughs> but was... then, I like what, what Rick said, too. He said, okay, everybody. He said, two by two, everybody going to be looking around. Well, I'm standing he said, here with we'll this be food. picked off easy if we're all in this Exactly. Barn, so, y'all go fan out and make sure ain't nothing coming. And this fool's still talking. Yeah, he's still talking. Mm-hmm. Who cares what you used to do? He's talking about, I used to, I used to give medical aid and supplies and stuff. Well, he's to, to saying some. that because he wants Rick to know why he's not scared and discombobulated to have him point this gun in his face. Mm-hmm. And he's still talking. I love Rick. Was just, wasn't even really paying attention to him. He was, but he was acting like he wasn't. And he's mm-hmm. like, look, uh, my people don't come back in an hour. I'm going to put my knife in the base of your skull. Yeah, he said, just because we good people don't. Well, first he said, just because we good people don't mean we, we, we will not I won't kill, kill you. you. Yes. And that, then he said, if, if my people ain't back in 60 minutes, 
I'm going to put my knife in the base of your skull. I like that. I like you that. You go, too. Rick. Because <laughs> that fool need to be scared. He need to know. Okay. He scared, though. Yeah, well, see, but, you know, up until this point, we don't know if it's an ambush or not. Yeah, we don't. Hell, we don't know. But I'm... Because I'm, I, I personally was not believing his ass. Well, I'm with him to be cautious. Anybody that we fucking see... And I'm telling you... Cautious. Of course, we'll wait till we get to the end, but I'm still not believing his ass. But well, I, I got reasons for that. It ain't all gonna be... I mean, it, it can't all be this cute and easy and fun. I'm know? gonna tell you what I think by the end, but anyway. Okay. It ain't something that nobody told you, is it? No, 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 no. Are you read somewhere? No. Okay, good. This is what I felt when I first saw that scene. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then we see Michonne Glenn, Abraham, and Rosita. Now you almost got me saying Rosarita. Rosarita. Rosita <laughs> and Maggie um, and Michonne walking down the street with their guns. And uh, Glenn tells them, look, anybody you see coming up to you, just shoot them. Mm-hmm. And Michonne's like, really? We're just going to shoot whoever we see? And Maggie's like, uh, I don't. You know, that that doesn't seem right. What if they're not part of this? And he says, we're five people with guns. Anybody who walks up to us, you know, is going to be off. Yeah, but Sean's telling them, look, is that who we are really? We we saved a priest. Yep. She said, a group like this saved me, which is true. No, she said, a group like this saved a woman who rode up with the governor. And say yeah. the crazy woman with a sword. <laughs> crazy woman with a sword. Yeah, that's what. And then as they're walking, we see this one foo hiding behind this vehicle. Tractor. Tractor, yeah. Watching, Watching them. them. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's what I thought. I thought, oh, Lord. Then we go back to the barn. And the baby crying. And Rick is smashing up, trying to smash up some walnuts, I guess. They look like acorns. Yeah. Which I'm thinking, well, this baby can't even eat nuts. What, what well, the hell are you trying to do? I don't know. Do? But, hey, he's going to give her something. So, this I thought was funny. I actually Aaron. chuckled. Aaron, yeah. <laughs> he looked around like, uh, uh, look. I done brought some fucking applesauce. Can you give it to her so we don't get caught yeah, up by some If they walk, we call some rotters. If them rotters hear her screaming, they're going to come in here and you know they're going to get me first because I'm he tied says, up. I'll be the first one to go. So then Rick, he starts thinking and he brings a spoon with applesauce over and tells Aaron to eat it. Mm hmm. And this fool still talk and talk about, uh, I don't want it. I don't like applesauce because like my mother applesauce. used to make me eat it and I, oh, I can't stand I'm, I'm it. I'm thinking, look, if somebody is about to shoot your ass. That's what I'm or saying. Or if you want the baby to be quiet, just eat the shit, okay? But he is like really not trying to eat this But you know what though? Okay. Until Rick shoved it in his mouth, I was kind of feeling sympathy for Aaron because see, I'm that way with oatmeal. I know oatmeal's good for you, Ugh. and I wish I could eat oatmeal because no, it like helps lower your cholesterol. When I was a kid, oh, Lord, my mother would make us fix us oatmeal almost every morning, and we had to Ugh. eat it. And, it, it. and she didn't care if you didn't like it or not. And wait a minute, she'd make you sit there until you ate it. Now, after 10 minutes, it get cold. <laughs> and you didn't have no microwaves back Hey, then. no microwaves. I remember when microwaves were invented, y'all. But anyway, but anyway, and I mean, sitting there trying to wait her out for 30 minutes. Oh, no, she'd wait your ass out all day. <laughs> and no. you had to eat it. Oh, it was awful. Well, I thought it was funny also as he was like, yeah, she used to make me eat it along with salmon and all this other stuff to make me more manly. Yeah, and I'm thinking to make you. He's like, yeah, she was crazy. She was messed up. Well, that was your clue. Best. That was her clue. Anyway, no, but that was your clue about him. Well, I, you know. 
So um, then Rick makes him eat it. He eats it. But then the nasty, nasty Rick then puts I knew you would say that! In his mouth. And I'm thinking, Rick. Let me tell you why Rick put the spoon. You don't do that. Oh, I'm going to tell you why he did that. Rick put that spoon in his mouth right after Aaron uh, to, like, sterilize it. Because after all, little Judith is his baby. And then he put that, and then he was starting to feed her to. I'd have to go wipe it off or something. Yeah, well, he a man. He don't think about that shit. Give me another spoon. But no, he did that to clean it off from him. Yeah, I know. From Aaron. So, hey, I ain't mad at you, Rick. Well, I ain't mad at you. I want to know, since they switched shots, if they got a different spoon. Oh, Lord. You know, in between. <sighs> or if he really did do that. Are you going to obsess about that? No, I just want to know. We know you're fastidious, but, you know, come on. I'm not fastidious, but I, like, <laughs> I don't know about that. You, you got to. Yeah. Well, well, you don't know the person. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. All right. Okay, so we assume that he went and fed her the applesauce. Mm-hmm. You know. I like the little jar they had for it, too. I thought that was cute. That was just was a little, mason jar. It was a little one. Well, yeah. It was, it was a cute you little You never jar. seen those kind? Well, it was, anyway, Sister J. Oh, Lord. Okay. So then we come up on, or we go back to Glenn, Maggie, Michonne, and all them. And they come up on, walk Two up vehicles. on a big-ass camper, which I was like, yes, another camper. Mm-hmm. And then another, a car. And so Michonne's like, he was telling the truth. But they ease up on it. And as they do, they hear some rustling in the fucking woods. So they're like, come on out, come on out. Well, it turns out to be a Some couple walkers. of walkers. So this, I was thinking, okay, okay, what is the issue here? So then Abraham and Rosita decide to go kill it. Mm-hmm. So Abraham, with his big ass, <laughs> struggling with this walker. I mean, struggling. Falling all down and shit. <laughs> Rosita had to half help his ass. No, she said, I'll help you. No, she was dealing with her own walker. Oh, well, yeah. He was struggling with his, falling all down on the ground. She wasn't on the ground. Mm-hmm. He getting blood splashed all on his, uh, his arm and shit. And I was thinking, really, Abraham? I mean, did it call for all that? Well, I didn't, it didn't bother me. I mean, hell. They just, they just recently ate some dog meat. To get their strength back. I guess so, that's what they that's what they trying you know, to say. And plus that fool be drinking a lot. Well, I guess that's what they trying to say, but still. So anyway. I'm trying to see his uh left arm because that's the one that supposedly oh, and they uh, show it, slash. It's slashed. They show it a couple of times and he's got a big slash on his arm. Okay. So, so it must have not went deep enough. Well, I, it, Yeah, see it, there it, it is it right went, there. It went deep. That's what I'm saying. She should be having some fucking symptoms by now. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to let it go. They're going to let it go, obviously. <laughs> so him and Rosita go in the camper and they're looking around. And they find food, canned food. Mm-hmm. And tastios or spaghetti, spaghetti-os, spaghettios and stuff like that. So he's like, wow, I haven't seen this in months. In a while. So they kind of laugh about someone they knew mm-hmm. who was always eating them. And then he asked Rosita... Hey, back, you know, when Eugene was hurt, after mm-hmm. Eugene, did you really think I was going to hurt you? She's like, no, because that's not you. Mm-hmm. And that seemed to make him feel more at peace. It, it, yeah, it, it made him feel more peace. One thing about Rosarita and that is she knows him. She knows how to handle him. Yeah. And if you notice, she didn't look all up in his face and all that stuff. She was looking at the, look at the floor, kind of looking away, and she went, no. Yeah. Just short and sweet. She didn't do all that jaw jacking and stuff. And he just... 
looked at her, and he didn't say a whole lot. He went, good. And they went out. Yeah. They Next went scene, the, the, uh, the uh, camper and the car is back at the barn. <laughs> I like that, though. I like that, they, too. They took it back to the barn. So that's good. <sighs> but, and, you know, I guess that explains... It, it still, to me, it brought back that episode with Abraham and his wife and kids. Yeah. Of why they were so fucking scared of him. And I still don't get that, but... Well, she might but, have been an abused woman like Carol was. See, that's you what never I'm know. saying. I don't know. We, we don't know. We didn't get that backstory. Let's move on. Anyway, it, brought, it made me think of it. They got all this food and stuff. Rick had me dying because... <laughs> wait a minute. They got all the food and everything laid out and Rick... Rick kind of walks over. You, you know how he does that little marching walk toward Aaron? He said, this food's ours now. Yeah. It's ours. He said, and Aaron's talking about, oh, no, 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 yeah, we can share it. Go and take it. No, it's it belongs to us now. I thought, well, damn, Rick. Oh, no, that was funny. It was like he couldn't let go of the fact that, okay, so this food did tell the truth about one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought, anyway. <laughs> so then Rick's like, look, whether we go to your camp or not, it shit's ours. And Carl's like, but why wouldn't we go? And mm-hmm. he's looking at everybody, and every, a couple people say, yeah, why wouldn't we go? So then Michonne steps up again and says, look, we need this. We need to go. And she said, look, he wasn't lying. He yeah. wasn't lying about it. She's like, we're going. All of us are going. That's what we going to do. So mm-hmm. she's basically like saying, okay, y'all. This is what we need to do. She's mm-hmm. making the decision. It ain't dictatorship no more. It, it's not. And she's but, like, if anyone feels anything different, speak up. Yes. And don't nobody say anything. Except uh, Daryl says, this barn do, do smell like horse shit. <laughs> Meaning, yeah, we need we a jet. Need <laughs> we need you. a jet. But this is what I like. Rick, because, I mean, he has been the dictator for a while. Yeah. But this is what I like. But he not only does he like Michonne, but he respects her opinion. And he respects her yeah. as a fellow warrior and survivor and everything. And so he looks at her and he's, okay. We're going to go. Okay. We're we going to go. All yeah. us. Yeah. And the guy's talking about, okay, yeah, I can drive you, drive you uh, so to Rick, our community. Basically, Rick says, okay, so where's your, your community at? And he's like, well, I usually drive. He and Michelle's like, you ain't driving nowhere, but you need to tell us where your camp is. Mm-hmm. Well, he don't want to tell him. No. And see, now, all of a sudden, which is fishy, yes. now all of a sudden he's talking about, well, but I don't know y'all either. Mm-hmm. He, before he talk about, well, I know y'all. Yeah. You're good people. Well, I don't want to risk my friends and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what? I like what Rick did, too. This fool Aaron said, okay, well, you go up Highway 16 for about five, ten miles, whatever, and Rick said, okay, so we go on Route 23. Now, it turned out to be a little <laughs> yeah. bad, but I don't blame Rick. I wouldn't have went the exact way he was telling me either. Right. I mean, I just wouldn't have. So then Rick's like, well, then we'll, uh, he said, well, let's go now then. Let's go now. Tell us where it is. We'll go now. But if not, we go on Route 23 at night. Mm-hmm. Now, I, now, I would have been like whoever said uh, at night. At night. Are you sure? But he had a good point. We need to get out of there before they see us, if anything, kick off. So yeah. we need to come at, in the cover of darkness. I agree with Rick, though, for that point. For that point. And I do agree with Rick for the point that I would have went to a parallel highway as well. Because yeah. he's looking at a map. Right. Because I would not have trusted, even though, yes, he was correct. There was two, two vehicles there and everything. But I still wouldn't have quite, you know, trusted it. So Rick goes outside. <laughs> Um, and is looking in the car that mm-hmm. they brought, and Michonne follows him out, 
and she's asking him. Well, he's telling her, I think if you, me, and Glenn, we're going to ride with this guy in the car. We're going to be driving. But we going with him, and everybody else is going to the, the, the RV. Right. And she's questioning him about the fact that, okay, look, when you said we was going, was you for real that we going, or you just did that so you could find out where the camp's at? Right. You know. Right. And, I mean. So he breaks it down. He says, okay, so when we got to Woodbury, what did you hear when you were at the gates? And she mm-hmm. said, nothing. And he said, when we went to Terminus. What'd you hear? What'd you hear? And she said, nothing. nothing. He's like, well, when we get to this place, I'm going to have to make the decision on whether my family goes in there. Yeah. And he says, and I don't know what it's going to take for me to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to see. Yep. I agree with Rick. I'm going to try. I agree with Rick. I do, too. Shit. I do, too. And I, and I don't know, but for some reason, I feel like I get why they were doing it, having Michonne be the one. But why? It, it just seemed like. She forgot everything else that's happened to them and is just going to blindly follow this guy. And I know that's not what she was doing. No, no, that's not what she's doing. But it just, because she was so insistent on the rest of the Well, I didn't have a problem with that because this is the way I I feel about Michonne. That whole last episode of them, uh, uh, the week before... Where they were, they were all just trudging down the highway. They they had no water, no food, and everything. She, all of them know they are, but she just getting tired of that shit. Yeah, she just wants to do more than just survive every day, day right. to day to day. So here it is, and uh, and as you pointed out, her and Carl do have a very good relationship, and of course everybody's concerned about Judith. You know, they want her to survive, and here there is, if there's the smallest inkling that okay, there is a community. This guy, Aaron, so far has not lied to them. Right. In her mind, right. he's all clean and everything. So he obviously got some place to shower, shave, sh- shave and shower, you know. Right. So, yeah, why not trust him? Because she wants in her mind so yep. bad just to be able to relax for a minute. I agree with that. See, yep. just I for agree. a minute, you yeah. know. I agree. And there was an episode last, I can't remember if it was last season or the first this season where, you know, that conversation I think she had about the sword being gone right after yeah. Terminus. Well, that was the that was the episode where we were we were introduced to uh, Joe and his gang. They was in that house. Well, anyway, the point and of, she got a shower, got to got to shower. No, well, my point mm-hmm. is there was some conversation. I don't remember if it was that episode or another one where she talks about you know wanting to be having a, a normal life, not wanting to be on the road, wanting to. That's when they was at the church. He was having that conversation okay. outside in the dark with Father Gabriel. And then Daryl comes out in the woods, out of the woods. Remember? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And she was yeah. trying to tell him there was a time when she didn't have her katana. Right. And stuff. Mm-hmm. So. And I think, and remember we talked about it because we loved having her have her sword back. Yeah. She looked at it like she didn't want it back. Well, and a little bit. Yeah. A little bit like, damn, that means I can't. You know, I gotta be that. I can't let warrior. go of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't want to be this shit anymore. But um, we—that's how we know her, and that's how we like her. But I—I I, I get it. But in this episode, they had her being the whole total voice of reason. I was thankful they had a few other people speak up and go, "Yeah, let's go to this place. Yeah. Why wouldn't we go to this place? Let's yeah. try it. Let's see what's yeah. going on." But I think her motivation is she would just like one, just even even if it's. Just one day of peace from this. Even if it's just a pipe dream, she wants to see, follow this and see yeah. if it is a dream. 
And and because she knows they are survivors. They can take care of some shit. Because right. that's what she told Rick. Okay, we can go there. And if it ain't like we thought, then hey, you know we can take care we of ourselves. Take care of it. Yeah. yeah. And she's right. We got to go somewhere for this baby to get, get grow up a little bit yeah. more. For yeah. Carl to have some kind of semblance of a life. Everybody exactly. can sit down and, and relax a minute. So, it's nighttime, and they driving down the road. And Route 23. Route 23. And Rick, Glenn, Michonne, and Aaron are in the car. And Rick's looking through the uh, glove box mm-hmm. and sees all these license plates. And so Aaron explains he's trying to collect all 50 states' license tags, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. Kind of interesting. He's like, well, I want to put them up on, uh, on a wall in my house. And so Michonne's like, oh, you got a house? And he's like, oh, sure. Yeah, look. And he's, she's looking at all the pictures. Yeah, so he... So That's when it hits her. Yeah, and she's like, uh, where are all the people in these pictures? He's like, oh, well... No, she said, there are no people in these pictures. Anywho. And then she asked Rick, did you ask him the question? He, well, first he says, well, I took a group picture of everybody, but the exposure was wrong. See, he always got a, a explanation. Answer, right. Oh, shit. Boom, something's kicking up. I'm telling y'all, don't. Ooh. So Lord, then she's Lord. like, she looks alarmed. She's looking at Rick like, did you ask questions? And he's like, uh, No, she said, did you ask him the questions? Right. Did you ask the questions? That's what I just said. And Rick's like, nope. And so she says, how many walkers have you killed? He says, huh? What you mean? <laughs> she says, how many have you killed? He's like, a lot of them. I don't know. I a lot. Yeah, how see, many people did ain't you that vague. Well, they couldn't count how many they killed either. Mm. They'd have to say a lot, too. Um, uh, and then she asked him, how many people have you killed? And he said, two. And she said, why? And he said, because they was going to kill me. He said, they tried to kill me. Yeah. Then Rick finds that listening device. That's like an old school listening device. Yeah, but that's all you got in the apocalypse. I guess. And so then they get nervous. They get pissed. And he's like, how long? You've been listening to us? Glenn turns around, is like, "What? How long you been listening to us and hearing?" And so Rick says, "Oh shit! They could have been listening to our plan, and now this whole—they know we're coming, which way we're coming, and everything else." Well, right about then, they come across a whole horde of walkers and start splashing on the road, hitting into them on I the mean, highway. A ton of them. There are so many. That the blood and shit is just splurting everywhere. Windshield is covered. Can't even really fucking see where they're going. Can't see nothing. And I'm thinking, damn, this is a mess. So they get out the car. Car is just covered. It's nasty. Just plum nasty. They don't see the van, uh, excuse me, the camper. And I'm thinking the same thing. Where the fuck the camper go that quick? I mean, how would they have been able to see that they were hitting into uh, walkers? And, like, veer off somewhere. They never really did explain that, did they? No, they, they? Didn't. they didn't. That's a good point. Like, where do they go? Yeah. All of a fucking sudden. Aren't they right behind them? Yeah. And so Rick or some one of them says, well, maybe, you know, they saw and they, they got away pretty easily. So they said, well, let's go. Let's get out of here. Yeah, because these millions of fucking walkers about to come for your ass. So Glenn is trying to wipe the white winch with his bare hands, which I thought that's not smart. Mm-mm. And try to start the car. Of course, the car is all jacked with all this blood, arms, mm-hmm. legs, bodies. And, and Aaron stuff. is freaking out. Aaron's like, we got to go. We and Michonne, got to go. Oh, Michonne gets out the car and is pulling body parts out of the front grill and shit. Yeah. Oh, that was so nasty. It was gross. It was very gross. Then they see a flare. 
Yes. Which, you know, I was thinking, oh shit. So they're freaking out going, who the fuck did that? What does that mean? Aaron gets agitated, starts talking about, let, let me out, let me out. I gotta go, I gotta go. And I'm thinking, oh fuck, what the fuck's about to happen? So Michonne goes to open the door to get in the back seat. And he kicks the door open and runs. And I'm thinking, oh hell, the shit's kicking off. Mm-hmm. So then she goes to run after him and Rick's like, let it go, let it go. We got to find the others. She's uh, like, yeah, but we got to find, you know, what we going to do? Yeah, because somebody, somebody shot off somebody that flare. Somebody shot off the flare. So they go running and, of course, they get almost overcome. So they're using their guns, they're using their knives, mm-hmm. their swords. Everything. They don't care about noise at this point. Uh-uh, because they shooting. Shooting they all shoot. the walkers and stuff. And I'm thinking, damn, y'all going to bring more walkers Thank to you. you. That's what I'm saying. mm Mm-hmm. So Glenn gets kind of separated. separated from him and he gets kind of overrun. You know, he's able to shoot up the ones following him, but he gets caught up by one behind him and falls all on the ground. But that kill was pretty interesting. He just, it was. And I'm so glad it did not have a chance to bite him on the arm. It was trying to chomp him. It was. It was trying to chomp him. Yeah. But he killed him with a rock. He, he smashed his head against a rock. That was <laughs> that, that was nasty. That was gross. But that was good though. That was good kill. It always gets me is how easy they are to like pull an arm off or mm. you know they're rotten. They're, they're rotten. Yep, they're rotted out. So then he sees Aaron. Uh, of course, he still has his hands tied behind his back, which is awful. But he's trying to get this walker off of him, so he keeps kicking it away from him. And Glenn looks like he's going to leave. And he's I like, know. I couldn't believe. He's like, should I save him or should I not? He's like, well, hell, I got to save his ass. So he He says, run if you want. Yeah, he kills it and unties him and says, look, run if you want to. But, hey, I got other things to do. He don't say all that. He did. He He just says, run if you want. He says, I have other things to worry about. Mm. He does. It's Jay. Anyway. So Aaron says, look, we can do this together. We can only make this together. And I'm thinking, was he trying to say, um, is he trying uh, to say that we can go to this place together? No, he's, re- he's repeating what he heard Glenn say. Oh. That's yeah. what he said. I-, I heard you say that this morning. I was listening. Okay. That's what he said. So, uh, when we get back from the next break commercial, mm-hmm. um, Michonne and, and uh, Rick are about to get overrun by walkers, and I'm thinking, oh, hell, what they going to do? I know. Ooh, I was so mad. And I was so mad. they were standing there, too. I'm like, y'all got to run. I mean, come on now. Or do something. But do I mean, something. they was trying to kill as many as they could, but I mean, you know, they expended energy, so I'm sure they're getting tired. Yeah, true. You know? So it's not like they just standing there not doing nothing. That's true. And yeah. Rick, Rick is shooting him in the head, and he runs out of bullets, so he's getting all ready. Oh, he shoots a flare gun into one of them. That was actually cool. That was very cool. That thing's head mm-hmm. lit up like like it was glowing from the mm-hmm. inside. That's pretty neat. And, and I mean, Michonne had her katana ready. She was ready to slice and dice. And thankfully, here comes Glenn and Aaron, and they shoot them up. Shoot them up. Shoot them all up so that they can all, you know, have some peace and, and try yeah. to figure out where they're gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. No. I still feel like there was more walkers than that that would have been chasing them. Because that scene, when they were driving down the road, there was a ton of them. Yeah, but I like what Aaron said. Uh, Rick saw Aaron with a gun, and, and Aaron said, look, 
And he puts the gun down on the ground. He said, look, tie me up again if you want, but we got to hurry up. I said, you know what, Aaron? Now, yeah, that is good. That was fun. That is good. <laughs> he said, well, we got to hurry up. We yeah. got to come on now. Come on. So they they run back to the main road. And Rick says, look, um, if this is a trap, your people dying tonight. Just yeah. Just to let you know. Just to let you know, baby. And so then Glenn says, look, the flare came from by the water tower. So let's, they ran over by the water tower. Mm-hmm. And actually, which, which is good. That, this is um, smart. They show that they we're back on that Route 16, which Aaron said yes. was clear. Was clear and, so, yeah. yeah. And it was clear. It, it was. They could see all the way down the road. Yeah. So they've come up on this water tower. It looks like a warehouse. District. I like this signal, though. And so Rick starts whistling. Whistling. And then there's Daryl whistling back so they know where they are. Yeah, I, I that love cool. that. I love that. Yeah. And yeah. Carl runs out and hugs his daddy. I love cute. that. That was so cute. Mm-hmm. So then Aaron immediately starts saying, Eric, 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 Eric. And I'm thinking, who the fuck Eric? Yeah. Well, he goes into this other, we hear, hey, I'm in here. Mm-hmm. And here's Eric, obviously laid up with his, le- his foot um, bandaged up. And um, he's like, oh, he, I just broke my ankle. And he got a big old rag on his foot, too, don't he, though? It's a whole big old shirt. Look like a whole shirt or something. Well, but they ain't got no I know, I know. Shit. But I just was laughing, though. Uh, anyway. So, apparently, he broke his ankle. Mm-hmm. And Aaron looks all torn up about it. And they end, he ends up kissing him. So, apparently, they're boyfriend, boyfriend. Yep. And so... He's like, oh, man, when I saw that flare, I just thought, you know, basically thought the worst. Mm-hmm. And so I thought this was kind of cute. I like this scene, actually. Yeah. I, I thought, oh, good. I mean, it was right at that moment that in my mind I said, oh, okay. Okay, well, well I hope they accept Eric and Aaron into their group and it kind of you know, help protect them and stuff. Well, I don't know about help protect well, them in the group. But I'm telling you, that's what I thought yeah. with this scene. However, I changed my mind. Well, I like, <laughs> By the end. I like this scene because Eric said, look, um, you know, I love you. And um, when I couldn't find you, I got worried. And when I worry about you, I do stupid shit. <laughs> and he said he got overrun by some walkers and they rolled a car, uh, uh, something over his ankle. And that's Tire. He broke it. Yeah. Tire. And he says, but Maggie says it's broken. And he says, I like her. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cute. Yeah. That was kind of cute. So they kind of, you know, put him in there and, and helped him and stuff. So he says, but while before all that happened, I was scavenging through some houses and I found something for you. And he takes out out of his bag a uh, license plate. Mm-hmm. That was cute. And that was cute. And so then Aaron's like, well. I lost the car <laughs> with all the other license but plates. But I, I like the way Rick does it. He snuck. He was a. I mean, Rick is just so formidable looking, I though. Know. Dang. He just steps out the shadows like. And uh, Eric says, "Oh, who's this?" Hi. And Aaron says, "Oh, uh, this is." And he says, "Hi, I'm Eric." And Rick just looks at him and says, "Rick." Yeah. <laughs> love it. I like that too. I love it. So uh, then Aaron goes out to the group and he's like, "Look, thank you guys so much for helping him." Now, this is this is what he does. He goes out to the group and he says, "Okay, excuse me, everybody. Excuse, you know, getting everybody said, excuse me, excuse me, everybody, everybody.'" And then he does his apology. He says, "I owe you. You saved him. You protected him. I'll make sure I pay my debt to you once we get back to the community." Mm-hmm. And he keeps saying community, 
I, I kept thinking, you just say back to the house, dude. Back to the house. He says, thank you so much. And then I thought this was funny. He's like, well, I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired. I don't feel like driving anymore tonight. So mm-hmm. why don't we go in the morning? And I'm thinking, yeah. well, when'd you fucking take over? Yeah. I don't trust him. See, that this whole little speech thing that he did, I thought, oh, shit. My radar was back on. Well, and so then Rick says, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. But you're sleeping out here tonight. And Aaron's like, there is no way I'm not sleeping next to him. And if you think that that's the case, then he might well need to shoot me now. Mm-hmm. So he goes to go back into the room and Glenn's like, hey, hey, hold up, hold up real quick. And so Glenn talks to Rick and says, look, there's just two of them. One's mm-hmm. her. I don't think we got to worry about it. Why don't we just, you know, let it go? Mm-hmm. And I kind of agree. I mean, they could have someone stand and watch if they wanted to. There wasn't none of them fools going to do. I didn't think at mm. this point. You know what? But I agree with Rick. No. And if I had to tie his ass up again, I'd tie his ass up. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. I'm telling you. Something ain't right. Well, I agree with you, Sister mm. Jay, but still, them two wasn't going to do nothing then. Mm. And they could have chained them up together and that would have solved the whole thing. So anyway, Rick looking awful suspicious, though. Mm-hmm. Still, which you have to. After yes, you do. They have been all through, they've been through. And all the people they and have And he got two across. kids to consider. Glenn and them ain't got shit. Well, yeah, they right. like Carl and Judas, but they ain't their kids. True. Shit. I'm with Rick on this one. Which is why I love later what Carol tells him, because she's absolutely right. Yeah, she is. Absolutely right. But Rick going to be right in the end. You watch. By next week's episode, you watch. Yeah. He going to be right. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, so the next day, they are driving down the road, heading obviously to this community in Alexandria. And um, Noah. Noah brings Aaron some aspirin and some water. And he's watching over Eric, who's asleep. And he's like, well, I don't want to give him another dose yet. I'd like him just to sleep. And Noah tells him, no, 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 this is for you. And then he noticed his wrists are all cut up from being tied. Mm-hmm. And so Noah's like, I know that that's got to hurt. And so then um, Eric, excuse me, Aaron's asking him about his leg. And so Noah tells him, well, it was an accident. Me and my dad got in an accident. Well, he asked him, did that happen before the apocalypse. Oh, that's And right. that's when Noah says, no, during. And then he says, my dad and I in a car accident. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So then Aaron tells him, well, back, you know, back home, we have this really great surgeon. His name was Pete or something. Well, yeah, that's what he said. But first Noah said, well, I had a doctor because remember he was at the hospital. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, pr- I'm really lucky I could probably even walk it off, which is probably true. Yeah. So then Noah... Uh, and that's when he tells he says, him about yeah, Pete. I've got this surgeon. We have a surgeon. He's really good. I've seen him do amazing stuff. So maybe mm. he could hook you up. First thing I thought was, oh, shit. They doing experiments or something on some folk. That's probably what it. What you the reality is. Oh, I'm real. I'm real suspicious. Let me tell I you. Know. We, I know. But Ooh, I'm real suspicious. So then Noah's mm. like, really? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And so he walks off. So then... Um, Abraham and Rosita are in the first, the front seat of the camper and they come around this bend and you see the Washington Monument, Monument and, and stuff. Washington DC in the distance. Like, look, because that's their whole fucking goal since the apocalypse was to get Eugene to DC. <coughs> and now they're there, although in different circumstances. So that was kind of, well, Alexandria is just like right across the border. So, well, anyway, it's what like I was a verb saying, of DC. That's I was, where they're going to Alexandria. 
I know since the day, that's what I said. I said they've been trying to get to D.C. for the past two years <coughs> with Eugene. And mm-hmm. even though now that shit's over, the reason, now they're finally in D.C. area. Yeah. And it's like all that they were working towards, even though that was bullshit. Yeah. It's there. I like that moment that they had, you know? Yeah, and, and Eugene saying, we're going to make it. We're going to make well, it. Well, he sees the check engine light on the camper. Next thing you know, and- they broke down on the road again. <laughs> Again, Abraham's so annoyed. He's like, "Fuck! This is just like damn uh, uh, fire truck." Mm-hmm. So the Glenn's like, "Well, we have another battery." And so he goes and shows him on the side. There's a, like three, four different batteries. Mm-hmm. And so then Abraham's like, "Well, how'd you know that was there?" And Glenn didn't say nothing, but it's a throwback to mm-hmm. the old camper they had, which I thought was cute with Herschel. Because mm, no, it wasn't Herschel; it was um. Oh, yeah, not Dale. Herschel, uh, Dale, Dale, mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah, because, remember, Dale was always and trying to teach when, Glenn stuff. And as Glenn was walking over to show Abraham, I was thinking back to the first season mm-hmm. and how young he looked and babyfied. Yes, he was so babyfied. And how manly he looks now. He looked like, like one of those little uh, pizza delivery guys, you know, those little well, bit of young kids. Yeah. But, but he's, like, all grown up. His all his mm-hmm. little baby fat's gone and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, anyway, I kind of like that scene. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Rick and Michonne are talking. Yeah. She's the one that convinces him, though. She convinces him to let it go. Say, look, we going. Well, she's like, I understand why you're doing this or why you feel the way you feel, mm-hmm. but you have to let those feelings go mm-hmm. because they can turn on you. I know. She and has a like, point, but damn. I know. And she's like, but I understand they're comfortable now. Mm-hmm. They've kept you alive. They've kept your kids alive and kept you fed and warm and all mm-hmm. that. But they can turn on you because they did that to me. But yep. I, but you can change it, she said, because I did. Which I kind of like their conversation on that. Well, I like the, their interaction anyway. Yeah. And Carl's sitting right there listening because he got the baby. So, you know. Cute little Carl. Mm-hmm. He sure is cute. So then Rick says, well, before we go, I got to do something. And I'm thinking, what you got to do? Mm. So I he, didn't like this. So he goes and finds uh, an old abandoned house, which now it's so fucking simple to find a house somewhere, apparently. Anyway. Um, and so there's all this junk outside the house, and he finds this old blender, and he puts a gun in there. Puts his gun in it. Well... I think it's Aaron's gun. Aaron's gun in it. I think it's just a hiding place. Like a plain in sight hiding place that he's mm-hmm. going to position somewhere. So that he's yeah. always got a gun somewhere. I think so. That's what I think it is. Yeah. Kind of like at, at Terminus when they bury them guns, but they're not able to bury shit. Right. Then they pull up to the gate. They pull up to the gates. This was a good scene also. It was a very good scene. And you hear the engine rumbling. You see these big ass gate. And then... As they just sit there, you hear kids laughing. Children. And playing. Mm-hmm. And you could see his face like, oh, relief. Like, oh, maybe this is going to be something. Mm-hmm. Something good. So then Michonne looks at him and said, and you could just see that look in her eyes mm-hmm. like, see? And this she, can be she holds his hand and says, you ready? That, I love that scene. I do too, but damn, okay. This is a, a, oh, and and then everybody else gets out of the RV and they're walking toward the gate. So Rick gets out of the car, turns the engine off, gets out of the car, and he goes and gets little Judith out of the back seat. Oh, that was cute. Oh, she is so cute. cute, Such a cute little baby. Yeah. And they're all walking up slowly to the gate. 
And then, you know, of course, that's the end of the episode. I think it's a fucking trap. I don't think there's no fucking kids up in there and no people. I think it is a radio track or a, or some kind of recording that they that they play over and over, just like they was recording at Terminus. I don't believe this shit. I don't believe it. It's a trap. Well, I don't believe it. You know, it could be. So don't put down your guns, y'all. No, but in the um, oh, and also this is when Carol says the line I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they walking up to the gate, or she says, even though you was wrong, you were right. In other words, you was right to be cautious. Mm-hmm. You're right to be not one to go in there, even though at, right now it seems like everything going to be all right. I but, you know, don't think so. Walking dead. We all, I know. We all fucking suspicious. Woo! I, think, I think it's a recording that, that they're listening to, though. I really do. I don't think it's a recording. I think so. But I, I don't think it's going to be all hunky-dory and sweet and pie and, and light and shit mm-hmm. like, like this Aaron dude is talking about. Mm-mm. You know? Mm-mm. And they were very careful, I noticed, in the scenes for next week not to show any people. I know. You know, even mm-hmm. though I know there's people there, mm-hmm. they're very careful not to show that, which is good because I hate when they kind of reveal shit in the yeah. previews. Ooh, you know? but I, have, I, I am nervous for them. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. I am too. Mm. I am too. Okay. Well, let's get into our feedback. Okay. Um, our first one is from Miss Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. And her subject line is The Walking Dead season... Five episode eleven, aka that time Rick was ready to kill everybody, <laughs> and stupid Aaron wouldn't eat the applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> hey sisters, I've been kind of sick lately, so no voicemail tonight. Uh oh. I will try and keep this short, but you know I get a little long winded in emails. Laugh uh, out loud. I hope you're feeling better, Shalita. Hope you're feeling better, Shalita. It's a wonder not all of us are sick with this weather going hey, back and forth. You know like what? I was down for a whole week. Uh, I missed work for a whole week. Damn. Oh, yeah, a whole week. But And I had a mild case, I'm sure, of like some kind of flu because I had a flu shot. I get a flu shot every year, so so it could have been worse. Uh, So she says, so Rick and Michonne need to hook up like right now. (laughs) I think so. That's what I'm saying. They are already co-leaders of the group. They get to the new place, shower and shave, and then just get it on. good, Jelita. That'd be good. I don't think that'll happen. Oh, but, but that would be excellent. It would be cool. That would be if, excellent. If they kind of like became romantically and, and yeah. yeah Not that we have to see everything, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I don't want to see them walking around holding hands. No, that ain't going to fit. I don't think that's their personalities no. anyway. But it would be kind of cool. If they I were. definitely think and hope that he shaves while he's here. Yeah. Yeah. Please, Lord. Because all of, like, like we said last time, Somebody else is shaving. Ask the bar they raise Abraham Razor or something. <laughs> Rick needs or Eugene to cut that too, nasty Eugene's shit. clean shaven too. Yep, he is. Father Gabriel's clean shaven. Yep. Uh, once Aaron was reunited with his boyfriend, he became more likable. They saved his boo, mm-hmm. so they're his new BFFs. But maybe Eric should have been the advanced man. Because Aaron came off a little douchey. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, what do you think of this new place? And was it the right thing to go in there? Is Rick too suspicious or just the right amount of suspicious? Oh. I think he's right to be I, suspicious. I think he's right. I think they have no choice but to try to go in there because, look, they cannot stay out in the damn woods. That is true. Forever. They so can't. either you go find your own little he- community to set up. 
Yeah. Or you have to try to find someone else's. Yeah. That is true because, I mean, it is a point. Judith is a baby. She gonna cry. She gonna be loud. Yeah, she gonna be loud. So, so you know. Uh, that's all I can think of. Solid episode. Great performances as usual. I just hope the new place is okay so they can finally get some rest. It I won't hope be. So too. It won't be though, but y'all. It Come ain't on. Be that, it ain't y'all gonna be know that it easy. ain't gonna be. No, mm-hmm. it ain't gonna be that easy. Mm-hmm. But I hope that that whatever kicks off kicks off a little bit, like a week later, so they can rest up a little bit. Yeah. And shower and shave and mm-hmm. stuff. Until next time, Shalita. P.S. I hope that wasn't too long for you, Sister J. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Sorry, not sorry. P.S.S. Oh, Lord! Love the flare through the eye shot. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And that was a nice shout out to Dale with the RV. <laughs> All that tinkering around his RV with Glenn came in handy. I know. See? We love that. I know. I love it. That. We love it. Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> it makes you realize how Thank long. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. It makes you realize when you think about that how long yes. this show's been on. Oh, long how many time. People we've been through because that yes. was like season one. Yeah. Fineness. We don't even have. Most of the people from that original group. Exactly. Anymore. Exactly. And uh, Glenn. Shane. Wait, Glenn, Rick, and Dale and Carl are the only ones from that original. And Carol are the the only ones from that original group. Yep. That's it. And the rest have all been people they've picked up along the way. Yep. That's it. But you know what? Think about it. In In the zombie apocalypse, that's the way it would happen. Yeah. That is the way it would happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Shalita. Thank that, you, Shalita. And that was an appropriate length email. It was. It was mm-hmm. really. It was really good. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Kim. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. Hi, sisters. I like this episode the best of the three episodes in the back of number eight. There were a few things that were kind of dumb, but they served the story and weren't completely implausible. Like that lushly green drop in the Chesapeake Bay watershed. <laughs> Aaron refusing to eat the applesauce was just the writer's way of letting us know his mother hadn't been accepting of his gayness. Mm-hmm. A little ham-handed, but not too outrageous. Does Norman Reedus have it in his contract that he either says shit or tough or tough in every episode? <laughs> Judith cry- finally cried like a normal hungry baby. <laughs> Well, yeah. Dang, she cost me money. <laughs> I had episode 513 in the pool before she let out a holler. Oh, <laughs> they got a oh, pool. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. I liked Super Suspicious Rick and Wary But Hopeful Michonne. Once again, Daryl had a practical reason for going. Mm-hmm. The barn stinks. Might as well go. <laughs> Glenn, you're scaring me, son. That keeping your humanity stuff is going to get you written off for sure. Ain't that the truth, though? I think so, too. Yeah. Gimple, Kirkman, please pare down the red shirt away team members so the main cast can get more than one or two lines. Mm-hmm. Sorry if it's long ass again, sisters. I'm pecking away with one finger on a crappy tablet that won't let scroll up to see the last paragraph. <laughs> Thanks, Kim from Baltimore. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. And yes, Kim, that was an appropriate length email. Yes, it was. <laughs> and she also, she did have a second email. She's like, um, sorry, sisters, I forgot um, to ask the question in my feedback. Is it my imagination or did Daryl's cigarette burn miraculously heal itself? Maybe God did it while he was sending the dogs, the rain, and the ass-saving tornado. Thank you again, Kim from Baltimore. 
Uh, that's a good question. That is a good I question. I don't remember seeing his hands after that, though. I don't either. See, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I'll have to see if they show his hands. Like, there was so much going on. I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, not his he hands. He only had like two lines, mm-hmm. I think, in the whole episode. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, he was just standing behind people. Look at me. I will say, Kim, I agree with you in that sometimes I get annoyed when we have new people because that takes away from our old our group our that I want to see. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because it feels like we haven't been with our core group for a while because we've always ha- had yeah. other people and things pop up. And now we're going to have yeah. this new community and shit. I know. So we're going to have even more reason, mm-hmm. you know, to not see them. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. Okay, our next email is from Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. Long time no here. Long time no see. Hello, the amazing sisters of the J- of the KJ and Nation variety. <laughs> I love it. First of all, let me give a big shout out to the amazing Tammy. Thanks, Tammy, for your mention of me a couple of episodes ago. I haven't written (laughs) in since the last episode of True Blood, and that was because I have spent six months in a catatonic state after what they did to my Sarah Newland. (laughs) But thanks to that incredibly sassy American accent of yours, I have finally reawakened. (laughs) Go ahead, Tim. And while, okay, Tammy. <laughs> and while I'm mentioning the nation, a quick hi to Naomi, Naomi, and Eli. Guys, whatever the future holds for you, baby or no, rest assured that on the other side of the world, someone is sending all his positive spider sense vibes to you for a happy life. Oh, that's so sweet. You're good people. So when the zombie apocalypse hits, you can join my group without even taking the three question test. Oh, oh that's damn, nice, that's Tim. nice. Speaking of people joining the group, I'm thinking that Rick is absolutely right not to trust Aaron. Yep. I was never a big fan of Gareth, and anyone looking clean in the apocalypse is not someone to trust. Ain't that the truth? Also, I don't buy that Aaron is gay. Seriously, what gay man is going to wear a checkered shirt tucked into jeans (laughs) with a plastic anorak? zombie apocalypse none of my gay mates would have been seen dead in that clobber oh my goodness that's hilarious oh lord i'm beginning to see why they have to split up characters from one another sasha got all her lines out in the opening scene and then had nothing to say (laughs) and i'll have to rewatch it but i think that carol managed one line yep one line if i were an actor i'd be miffed when it turned out i had less lines than judith (laughs) <laughs> see that's part of being an ensemble cast that's right you know? i mean yeah i think they still get paid for the episode oh they do so they do it's all starting to look a bit grim isn't it at the end of the episode as those gates started moving i grabbed for the remote and tried to turn it off while i shot it as fast as i could and it turned out that the houses were made of gingerbread and they all lived happily ever after mm. the end but unfortunately, the preview for next week's episode started, and it turns out that Carol, excuse me, that Carl looks a bit indecisive in terms of opening a door. Yep. So I'm going to have to t- tune in to find out whether that's a thing or not. Yep. Hope that you sisters are well. I hear that Twin Peaks is coming back next year. I know that there was a huge black population in Twin Peaks back in the 90s. For example, there was, um, oh crap. But if there... <laughs> 
say, I never watched Twin Peaks, but I don't remember there seeing There are no black people on Twin Peaks. But if there are any black characters insane enough to live in the middle of the woods in this new version, what are we thinking, ladies? Oh, Podcast worthy? Maybe, mm. Tim. No. Best wishes, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. For that wonderful, wonderful email. Oh, funny. We love hearing from you. And yeah, uh, there was no black people in Twin Peaks. I didn't watch it, though, but I know that. Yeah, I didn't watch it either, <laughs> but I have no idea. <laughs> Thank you again, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Okay, our next email is from Felicia. Hey, Felicia. Hi, ladies. I hope you are well. I'm looking forward to the new Game of Thrones season and your fantastic podcast. Yay. Just writing to say hello and pitch a recommendation. Get Empire on the docket like quick. <laughs> We'd love to hear y'all break that down. Oh, yeah. Take care, Felicia. Thank you, Felicia. Thank you, Felicia. Okay, and thank you, Felicia, for that little uh, question because drum roll, well, if I had some drums, I would actually do it. Oh, wait a minute. Drum roll. We are going to add a new podcast to our Sister Speak Nation series, and it's going to be Sister Speak Empire. Yes. Yes. We, we have going got to, be to do that. Talking one. about the series Empire starring Terrence Fine Ass Howard and Taraji, Taraji my girl, Cookie my P. Henson. Woo! Henson. Boo Boo Kitty. Oh, I Well, she's not Boo Boo Kitty. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, I love that. If y'all have not watched Empire, and I know it's not some people's cup of tea, but it is an awesome, oh, but you know what? Series. I can guarantee y'all. Music. Some people I've talked to have said, but isn't it like Glee? No, it is not. not. They don't just break into song and shit. No, 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 no. It is about a a (coughs) record business mogul. But, and they do have music, and the music is actually pretty good. Oh, the music is so but good. it is an awesome show. And I'm guarantee y'all, for all of y'all that do not watch Empire now, by the time you hear our podcast, you're going to be watching. You're going to have You're going to go back and watch. Yes. And they've already been uh, 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 renewed for season two. So yeah, so and we're gonna we're gonna use the same format. We're gonna start with the premiere and do each episode. Hold on, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good, y'all. Don't ask us when. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen because but we don't know when yet. But the shit will happen. But the shit is gonna happen. So Felicia, your wish is our command. Yes, thank you, Felicia. Granted, granted, baby. Because it's rare that both of us like a show and want to talk about it. Well, and it's got a whole bunch of black people in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no way we could not do Empire. No way. Exactly. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. We'll keep y'all posted. Yep. All right. Our next email is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. Do hope you and the family are in good spirits. I, for one, was bored with the last episode. What? Sarcastically, was Daryl in this one? (laughs) After half an hour talking about applesauce, I could not take it anymore. (laughs) The zombie action was really good, but I thought it felt like a filler. So Aaron is gay. I haven't been kissed like that by a man or woman in many a year. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy! Buddy! (laughs) Wait a minute, buddy, you're married. What you talking about? Oh, Lord, have mercy. She talking about by a man or a woman. Mm, mm, mm. I think I like 
the quiet, mysterious Michonne a lot better than the play it safe, let's play house Michonne. I do too. I agree with that. I do too. Nah, that's true. So now the group is moving to a wonderful community. We did hear the children playing. How long will that will this last? I am sure it is just me, and the show will pick up after all. It is The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, last week, I was so happy someone on the show voiced that they were The Walking Dead. They knew who they were. <laughs> Can't wait to hear your recap and thoughts on this one. Love you all and the family. As always, Bunny. And then she says, goodness, please bring back Game of Thrones. <laughs> I know it. Thank you, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. For that email. And I like this episode, I, actually. I did like this episode, too. But I'm telling you, I, I don't bet you we're going to find out that shit was a recording. I don't know. About I that. don't think there's no real kids and shit there. I don't trust it. Yeah, I'm a little skeptical just because of all the shit we've done been through yeah. in the five seasons. Mm-hmm. But I do think that they they had to go find out. They, they did have to go find out. They had to go find yeah. out, for sure. Because they do need to sit somewhere. And if it ain't like it's it's supposed to be, put a bullet in Aaron's head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Rick will have no problem doing that. Yeah, I think so, too. Thank you, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. You're too funny. <laughs> <laughs> too Ooh. funny. Okay, so our next email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hey, Myron. And it's short. Wow, that's why I was taking it back. <laughs> oh, Lord. So he says he found this on Reddit and thought he would share it with us. And apparently it is a <coughs> review or a comment that someone made about our show. Mm. The Sister Speak Walking Dead podcast. Long, late sometimes, but I laugh most of the time. Highly recommended. And that was by Stealth Gator. Oh, okay. Now, I don't go to Reddit. I don't know Reddit. I've never even, I've never even heard of Reddit. So I, um, but, it's great that somebody was even talking about right, it. But thank Reddit. you, whoever Stealth Gator thank is. You, thank Stealth you. Gator, and thank you, Martin, for letting us know. And yeah, uh, but you know, Stealth Gator, don't be trying to read us now on the slide. We know we lay sometimes. Now, Myron says, <laughs> by the way, where are you guys? I thought you would be early, quote-unquote, for the rest of the season. All right now, Myron. Just playing. Hope you are both well, Myron. (laughs) Yeah, you tried to slip that in there, Myron. (sighs) We okay, Myron. We okay. We all right. Okay, so then here's his regular email. Okay, cool. His subject line is, can't trust it. That's right. Hello, sisters. This episode was the best one thus far in the second half of the season. I think so, too. I liked it. So, let's get started. Okay. Michonne Rick, this ninja coming in here clean-shaven. <laughs> <laughs> ninja. Myron, uh, you cut the shit close, Myron. Myron always cut the shit close. He always <laughs> cut the shit close. I love it. Go ahead, Myron. <sighs> coming in here clean shaven and smelling like baby powder and shit <laughs> we might need to hear what he has to say I got places to wash that haven't seen soap and water in months <laughs> just saying this is Michonne DeRick. Yeah, yeah. Rick, remember the governor remember the claimers remember Terminus I am not getting clowned again period <laughs> Michonne it's black history month <laughs> I'm gonna run shit the way I see fit oh now you know what get in where you fit in Rick Michonne with her big ass eyes to Aaron. How many walkers have you killed? Rick to Aaron and Eric. What the fuck? Are y'all gay? Carl. <laughs> look away. They be gay. <laughs> that's not even funny, Myron. Oh, that's hilarious, Myron. Maggie to Rick. Why don't you let them cuddle? 
Rick, uh, Glenn to Rick. Eric has a broken foot. They have no weapons. They ain't going anywhere. Rick, <laughs> y'all keep testing me and see what the fuck happens. <laughs> I'm Rick Grimes, biatch. Oh, I love it. That's funny. Aaron to Rick. Try and stop me from being with my man. Glenn to Aaron. You don't know Rick. He is about that life. <laughs> Let me talk to him before you get knocked the fuck out of here. <laughs> Rick to Aaron. All right, but y'all better not be making no strange noises in there because Kyle don't need to hear none of that. <laughs> Glenn to Aaron. All right, sugar sweet. Go be with your boo thing. Oh, Lord. Abraham to Glenn. Dale sure did school you on how to fix an RV, didn't he? Michonne to Rick. I know you've been through a lot, but I have, but I have got that good, good. Once we get into them walls in Alexandria, you will have full reign in my sugar walls. Ah! You will not be disappointed. Trust. Oh! Rick. Uh, Rick, let's stop talking and get in there then. Shit. <laughs> Sisters. <laughs> Myron, you are too ignorant. Oh, Myron, you are you are hilarious. Sisters, is baby Judith fat as hell? Just saying. She's supposed to be. She a baby. Babies are supposed to be fat. Fat. A healthy baby is a fat baby. I'm, yes. I'm telling you. They're supposed to have all that little baby fat on their yeah. legs and arms and stuff. Until next time, Myron. P.S. <laughs> Why was the letter J on the gun that Rick hid? I noticed that too, Myron, but huh. I didn't know. I didn't really think too much about it. But when he went and put that gun in the blender mm-hmm. and put the lid on it, there was a J like written on it or carved into it. Well, now that ain't Aaron or Eric. Well, no. who that? Who that is? Who that? <laughs> <laughs> who? Thank you, Myron, for that hilarious, hilarious email. <sighs> Oh, that is so good. Lord, today. Oh, Myron. that was that was very very funny. Thank I needed you. that laugh. Funny. Oh, thank you, Byron. Thank you, Myron. Okay, our next email is from John. Hey, John. Hey, John. Hi, sisters. This is my first time commenting. Ooh. This is about episode eleven, the distance. Welcome. Welcome, John. First, what the hell has happened to Michonne? It seems like the writers have taken Tyrese's spirit and put it in Michonne. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I can, I can see that. Yeah, a little bit. It doesn't make sense. They did the same thing to Andrea after she and Michonne stepped into Woodbury. Yeah. At this point of the Walking Dead story, you're either a member of SEAL Team 6 or you're dead. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yep. Michonne was someone else before the world started walking, but now she's Michonne, a kick-ass warrior. We've seen nothing to suggest why or how she could have transitioned from warrior to punk ass. She should have had Rick's back every step of the way when Rick was questioning this new creep. Mm-hmm. But now she's starting to sound like Tyrese and Bob. It makes no sense. Well, but I think, yeah, I think it does kind of make sense because she's, 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 she's looking for any little string of hope. The thing is, though, and I get what you're saying, John, is that they have not... They don't, they're not good establishers. Yeah. This yeah. is the problem with the writing on the show, which, you know, they're, it's really good, but they have a few little things they need to tweak. They need to establish some shit so that when the shit actually comes a- across, you're not going, where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. Like, Why is she different? Yeah, yeah. Like Maggie. Yeah. Establish the fact that she's worried about her sister or thinks she's dead in the eight episodes before Beth died. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> Ain't that the 
true. We might believe that she's fucking grieving about her. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, mm-hmm. establish the fact that Michonne is fucking tired of being out in them streets and wants to just find some place to hold up. Yeah. She's not had this conversation. Yeah. She had one mention of it a couple of Probably a season or two ago, and then maybe with God, Father Gabriel on the church steps, whatever. Yeah. But establish this shit. Yeah. You know? That is a good point. That's and then a good we point. won't feel like there's such a disconnect later. Yeah. You know? That is a good point. Which gets- but, but they totally fucked up Andrea's character. Oh, oh. Totally no fucked up. No doubt they fucked her up. They fucked her because over. Because she wasn't like that. She wasn't like that at I all. I will say this. This is the show we always say has the most trick hoes in it. Lori was always a trick hoe from the very beginning. Yes. We first saw her episode one. She was a trick hoe. She was okay? a trick hoe. Um, when we first met Lily. Lily. She was a she trick hoe. She was a trick hoe. Left her baby in a room with this man she didn't even fucking know. Exactly. So we already knew she was a trick hoe. Andrea was but not Andrea a trick hoe. Andrea was kick ass, bad ass Andrea. Yeah, she slept with Shane. Yeah. yeah who wouldn't? Okay. That's John Burns' fault. Okay. <laughs> Lori, yeah, that's true. Lori did it. Andrew did. I didn't call her a trick hoe for that. That was no. that was just normal. Yeah, shit. Yeah. But then you gonna go into Woodbury? All of a sudden, a woman that's been with you for eight months, Michonne, yeah, taking care of you when you're sick, and then you're gonna just turn your back and think that she's lying about everything, and this motherfucker is telling you the truth about everything. Yeah. Uh, that's the trick hoeness that came out, and they Dick fucked Matthias. that up. They yeah. fucked her character. Yeah, they up. fucked her up. And I hope, I'm with you, John, that they don't fuck up Michonne. But They better not. But I do think, I don't think they're trying to make her into the voice of reason. I think they're just trying to make her be hopeful. Yes. For I see it as hopeful. Yes. Yes. Okay. He says, um, which gets me to my next point. Who is this dude who shows up looking like he just stepped up out of the Gap store? Yeah. Clean clothes, clean shaven, haircut, well fed. He comes with gifts and promises. Why is Rick the only person in the group not buying this dude's BS? That's what I'm saying. True that. True that. Although, we don't know what the other ones are thinking at the time because nobody's saying a word. Carol is the only one who kind of, at the end, mentions the fact that she agreed with Rick. Mm-hmm. You know? This is bad writing. I don't know why the writers, producers feel a need to take us down this weak road. It feels like a replay of the totally flawed Woodbury storyline. Yeah. Woodbury almost caused me to stop watching the show. Writers, this is not the Hallmark Channel. (laughs) I think they know that. Let's hope they don't take it down the Woodbury road. Woodbury wasn't a terrible storyline. The problem is, is that you had the digmatized Andrew thing, which really pissed me off to no end. Yeah. And turning her back on Michonne and all that shit. Yeah. But other than that part of the Woodbury story, it was I thought it was a decent story. The fact that he had this little community, and the reason he was keeping that community was that he was killing all the strong people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, to me, was interesting. The, the injury part was the stupid part of it. But anyway, um, the last point, and the daughter even was interesting, and the fact that he was trying to get Milton to do experiments to try to fix her. Yeah. That part was interesting to me. Because he was off. He was crazy. He was crazy. But yeah, they fucked it up with the, with the Andrew shit. Anyway, uh, his, he says, the last point, this entire storyline of going to D.C. makes zero sense. I mean, Rick and his buddies have spent most of the first four seasons south of Atlanta in the countryside. They have fought tooth and nail to fight off roving bands of walkers. They went south to get away from all the walkers in Atlanta. But now they're going to take a trip all the hell way to D.C., which has a metro area almost twice the size of Atlanta. It doesn't make sense and takes away from the brutal realism of the show, which is based on realistic choices made within the context of a collapsed world. That is true. But well, 
I disagree. I disagree, John, because the reason they're going, I thought it was a very good idea for them to get him out of Georgia. Because the reason is he's cultist of Rick. Right. Honoring Beth's wishes. Beth wanted to take Noah or go with Noah to Virginia. Now, once they got to Virginia, and, and I thought it was interesting, too, because once they get to Virginia, we see it's just as devastated as every place else. There's walkers and stuff out there and everything, but there's also the element of human people. Somebody is, is, is slicing up them torsos right. and, and, and positioning them in a such a way that... Um, don't make sense. Yeah, don't make sense. So... We got well, some, some roving folk out there. But then, I thought it was very plausible when, okay, they realized that in Virginia, that little enclave was gone. And then they say, well, huh, even though Eugene lied to us, we might as well go to D.C. It's only 100 miles away. Yeah. So why well, not? I'm okay with them leaving. I do agree about this. Metroplex thing, but on the other hand, they need somewhere to fucking stay. Right, but they're not going they, up in the Metroplex, though. They're going to, well, not now, but they were originally going to Washington, D.C., the city. That's to true. To see what part of, if any, government was still there. That's true. And any kind of authority. That's the reason. And they were going to be deep down in a city with a full of people and potentially walkers that they'd have to fight. That is but, true. I think that's way better than just sitting around, walking around the fucking woods of Georgia for four years, you know? I'm tired of Georgia. I'm tired of seeing them in the woods. Exactly. Which is why I'm annoyed they're still in the damn woods. Well, they're on the outskirts, though. But still, I mean, there's... Anyway, we went through that before. My point is, I'm okay with them leaving, going to a more populated area, even though that means there's going to be more people to fight off. Exactly. And walkers, probably. Mm -hmm. Just so that we can leave this area. Right. Um, He says, before he died, T-Dog said a couple of times... Let's get to the Georgia coast. For multiple reasons, that makes sense. What makes sense in a comic book often doesn't make sense on TV or film. Anyway, sisters, we have not heard from you. Time to get back to work. (laughs) Okay, now, John. (laughs) This is your first time writing in. Okay, don't make me read you. We missed your commentary. I think when you don't speak, The Walking Dead loses focus. (laughs) Sincerely, John Indicator. Okay, now, John. Thank Thank you, John. John. Thank you, John, for that long-ass email. Well, we... Because that was long. We kind of veered off. However. Yeah. But you knew, so you get a pass, because you knew. He has a good point. But you do have a good point. I just disagree. I I think that it's good for them to leave Georgia. Me too. I'm glad. I think that... I do think it makes sense to go somewhere... That's already got built up walls and shit. Yeah. You know, if Woodbury hadn't have been all damaged and, and stuff, they could have went back there. Well, if Woodbury wouldn't have had a fucking crazy governor running the shit, yeah. they could have all stayed there mm-hmm. and lived in harmony. But they, but Woodbury had captured their people. Yeah. They captured Daryl. Remember? Yep, I remember. So, you know. I remember. Hmm. Woodbury so, had to go. Yeah, Woodbury had to go. <coughs> I don't trust Aaron 100% either. I don't trust Or the it. place, but they have to try it out. I know. Because if they wouldn't have had this baby, I think they could have tried to make it somewhere else. But mm-hmm. no matter if they try to find a house somewhere, she's going to be crying. Yeah. But, I mean, it would be nice to see them be able to be somewhere, get some peace for at least a week, like you said. And, you know... Maybe a little, and, and 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 have to deal with the situation like every now and then. But 
somewhere so Judith could like be there. Yeah. You know, she a baby. Yep, she needs something. Mm-hmm. And food too. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Okay, our next email is from Erin. Hey, Erin. Hey, Erin. Hey, sisters and family. And her subject line is, oh, and also she says it in her email. What episode are we on? (laughs) (laughs) What episode are we on now? I don't know if I'm early or late. (laughs) Just teasing. Don't read me. Uh Yeah, Erin. You're trying to be slick. You tried it. You're trying to be slick, girl. Things Mm -hmm. are getting interesting, sisters. I'll go along with the group's plan, even though Aaron is too damn clean. Mm-hmm. They have a laundromat in his little town. I did laugh my ass <laughs> off when Rick punched him, though. Not I know. I know. That was good. Yep. And, and it was so unexpected. That's just Rick's way of saying he's tired of listening to you. <laughs> the one thing that annoyed me was the applesauce. Your crazy mama is long gone, Aaron. Rick is in your face crazy. He will shoot you. I know. How are you going to be picky in the zombie apocalypse? That's what you said, though. Eat it and shut the hell up. Yeah. I know. <laughs> He'll be sitting there still talking about, uh, I don't like applesauce. Yeah. Uh, this fool will kill you. <laughs> I really hope this new place is full of normal folks, quote unquote, who aren't people eating dictators. Mm. And I hope they have running water because they're all overdue for a shower. Ain't that the truth, though? Thank you. Glad Michonne was basically like, we're doing this. <laughs> Let's hope they pass their audition and Rick calms the fuck down. Take care until next time, sisters. Aaron from Illinois. P.S. If you start on Tuesday, March 3rd, you can watch one episode per day of Game of Thrones and be finished up in time for the premiere. Yep. I might do a rewatch, but I'm fast forwarding through most of that shit. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Theon. <laughs> That's right, because that, all that torturing and shit. Ooh, Lord. Yeah. Mm-mm. That is just, no. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. See, I need to start my, yeah. my little. I'm going to start, too. Mini rewatch yeah. marathon, too. Thank you, Aaron. Thank and you, you know Aaron. what, though? This is off the subject, though, but I was really, really, really happy to see Rob Stark in the new Cinderella movie. He's the prince. Oh, is he? Uh-huh. A big, long commercial they had. And, uh-huh. oh, he is looking too fine, that I actor. Even, I don't think I've seen He is so gorgeous. He is really, really pretty. Got that dark hair and these blue eyes. He is really, really cute. But he is the prince in Cinderella. And the little girl that they got playing Cinderella, she is adorable. She huh. is really cute. So a, yeah, a preview of that. and and uh, the the dress that she wears, it's this bright blue. It is just beautiful. So yeah, so that's kind of off topic, but yeah, that's okay. way off topic. Well, but you know, I like seeing the actor that played Rob Stark because I haven't seen him in anything. I've seen Kit Harrington. He was in that awful Pompeii movie, and uh, <laughs> it was a bomb. But. It, it was not a bomb because of his performance. It was a bomb because an actor I really, 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 really like was really bad and horrible Ooh. in that movie. Kiefer Sutherland. Was he in that movie? Yes, they had him trying to do this awful accent, and it was terrible. It was terrible. Was this a recent movie? Yes. Oh. Mm. 2014. Don't even know. Yeah. Well, it, it went to video real quick. Don't even know. It's playing around on HBO and oh, stuff. But, yeah. uh, well, we're talking about movies. A movie that all y'all need to see if you like action type movies, which I love, mm-hmm. Kingsman. Yeah, you said that. You recommended that. That movie, I 
I didn't know really what I was getting into when we when I went to see it. Went with a friend. It was good. Wow. I loved it. It was absolutely great. Okay. Great action. Great story. Interesting. I didn't even know Samuel L. was in it, but he's in it. Well, he's a good actor, though. He's very good, but he plays a different kind of character than we've seen lately. Uh Uh-huh. It's good. Okay. So, just, y'all go, if you want to see something with some action, and Mm -hmm. it's good. And Colin Firth was in it, and he was actually really good. Michael Caine's old ass is in it. I like Michael Caine. I don't know who the main kid guy in it is, Mm -hmm. but um, it's good. It's a good movie. I'll go see it. Um, Back to our email. Okay. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> and we have one more email from Ozzy John. Hey, Ozzy John. Hey, sisters. How are things? This is probably late, but being on holidays has thrown out my usual podcast schedule. <laughs> oh, what holiday y'all got? <laughs> yeah, let us What's know, John. On? Anyway, here are my thoughts on the distance. Number one, I know it's a TV thing, but can people watch the road while driving? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yes. Why is Glenn looking back at Aaron? Thank and you. he's driving a fucking car. Thank you. Damn. They seem to be hitting every large group of walkers when on vast, empty stretches of road. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yep. Number two, I can understand why Aaron was being cautious, but he was coming across as shady. Yep. I like how the episode showed two methods of recruitment. Aaron and his cautiously shady approach or Eric just telling them everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's right, because yeah. Glenn did say, uh, he just told us everything. Yeah. Where they where the camp is. Where the camp thing. is and everything. Yeah. Cause yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a good funny. point that though. That point. is a good point, John. Yeah. Number three, flare gun kill is kill of the season for me so far. <laughs> that was good though. That was good. I still like the um split head sword in the church. Ooh, that, that was fell. nasty. Yeah, where the walker fell down. Yeah. His head split open. Um, number four. Was I the only person that didn't know Rosita and Abraham were fighting? Maybe it was just a reminder that they still exist. At least Rosita told Abraham to watch the road while driving. Uh, I knew they were feuding because whenever... The, the, he says, he, was he the only person that didn't know that? Oh, well, yeah, you probably was. You probably were then. Because, yeah, for, wherever the group was, she was always opposite where he was. Yeah. Always. Yep. And then... Because that he was trying... He jumped bad at her ass yeah. out when Eugene got knocked exactly. out. Exactly. And if you notice... I don't blame her. I'd stay away from his ass. When he, was, when he was all... Right before the dogs came and he was sitting over there by, all by himself from the group, she was with the group. He was sitting off by himself yep. a little bit, drinking that liquor. So that liquor, that brown liquor. <laughs> that, brown, <laughs> that brown liquor. That brown liquor. I don't drink that brown liquor. But anyway, thank you, John. Wait. Oh, sorry. Okay, now I'm, I, I don't think I said he was done yet. Oh, sorry. But he is done. <laughs> that is me done. Have a good one. Cheers, Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. <laughs> too funny yeah um Aaron was shady friendly but shady at first and then Eric was just open yeah he was just open so I I mean I know that it's not gonna be that happy but I'm just hoping that nothing crazy kicks off and we don't lose any of our key people but see even though even though Eric might have been straightforward with the group and stuff because they did help him because they treated his leg and stuff I don't trust his shit 
I don't trust this shit. So why not you said you were going to tell shit. us why you don't trust it? Why don't you trust it? Oh, because I think, just like I said, I think it is a those those voices of children playing and people chit chatting. I think it's a recording. Just like we saw in Terminus, where they was recording or putting out that broadcast telling people to come to Terminus. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. But what do you think is going on? I don't know. Oh. Well, that's all you thought? That's the only thing you think it's crazy? Well, I mean, there. uh, yeah, there's something going on. There's something going on. There's something going on. It's It's not all pie in the sky shit. Thank you. No. 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 And I don't trust them. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, that is all the feedback that we had for this week. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much. We um, are going to try to, you know, stay on schedule, but you know how that goes. Yeah. We we appreciate that y'all know us, you know, <laughs> love well, us anyway. We don't just, you know, do it on a whim. I mean, you know, when your schedule is, is mixed up, your schedule is mixed up. Yep, it is. I mean, we all work for money. So, so we have... Um, I think we have probably five more episodes to go for this season. So, how many other? Sixteen? I think there's going to be sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, to get your feedback in, make sure you get it in early, uh, even though we might be late. Yeah. Uh, get it in to at gmail.com or you can leave a comment on our website, which is sisterspeakpodcast.com. We are on Facebook at facebook.com/sisterspeakpodcast and. On Twitter at underscore sister J underscore sister K and at sister speak cast. You can leave an audio. Um, you can leave a voicemail at 972-755-1215. And I think that's all the ways you can reach us. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for now. I'm sister K and I'm sister J. See you next time. <laughs>